Hi there, and welcome back to Kira Kira Discusses, a podcast where we discuss pop culture through the perspective of women of color artists and animators. My name is Shayla Simons, and I'll be one of your hosts for the show. Joining me are my co-hosts, Francesca, aka Mickey Calendar, Darian Blanchett, and Deanna Mongarai. You can call Mickey the mother of our group, even though she definitely resents that, as well as a black female animator and gamer. I had the privilege of not only going to school with her, but also she was my roommate for three years. Our friend, Darian Blanchett, is also an avid gamer and lover of Final Fantasy. And Diana Mongarai is an illustrator with a passion for anime and probably someone you would be awarded the Real Life Sojo Protagonist Award if there was an award like that out there. We will also have our own friends and guests in between to help us discuss the different topics we enjoy as they come. And this week on our show, we talk about nostalgic shows like Bakugan and the Cheetah Girls movies and current animation news. So sit back and enjoy the show. Howdy there, folks, and welcome back to the Kira Kira podcast, little known as Kira Kira Discusses. My name is Shayla. My name is Deanna. My name is Darian. <laughs> and my name is Mickey. And we were, Kurt and I'm, well, gosh, what am I going to say? <laughs> it's all right. Okay, we did oh, no, no, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> no, keep this in. Keep this in. We are humans. That's all by the howdy, man. Howdy. 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 <laughs> I want to say howdy there, folks, like the like Colonel Sanders at KFC. <laughs> oh, no. don't know. <laughs> but yes, well, welcome back to yes, welcome back to Cure Cure Discusses. Um, unfortunately, today we were going to have our guest um come on, Jackie mm-hmm. I from. Uh, adorned by Chi, but she had something come up, and we will reschedule at a later date. So today, we were just going to be talking about some news, because we do have a lot of news. So who would like to go first today? Should we roll some dice? (laughs) (laughs) Go first. Okay, go for it. Okay, so the first bit of news that I have found, and I'll also share this in the Discord, which was pretty interesting, Basically, Frame Store's womb, womb Stories is an animation that captures the emotion of women, the emotions of women. And the caption is: This three-minute film for Libress and Body Form campaign includes six beautifully animated sequences that help dispel myths and encourage positive conversations about women. Ooh, it sounds fancy. It's like fun. Like literally, this animation is so interesting. Like opening scene is literally pair um like in a woman's uterus and her ovaries and there's a pap smear scene i'm sorry but if you can't handle women's health i don't know what's wrong with you <laughs> or women here we talk about our women on needs <laughs> meaning vaginas <laughs> many is it, meaning vaginas? <laughs> is it meaning vaginas we talk about oh. vaginas here ah oh, gotcha oh Whoa. i see it Oh, it's yeah, like everything's so on fire. That's on basically fire. What, if you look at some if you look at like just the beginning clips, like it's it covers so much that goes on. Like the scene, my this is slight spoilers for people who are gonna be seeing it, but there's a specific scene in there that basically talks about the body's response to when you wear new underwear and how that can change. Like 
was really funny how like alarm bells were going off when it was like new underwear, new underwear, new underwear. Cause <laughs> you don't know how sometimes it will. Have... I'm I'm sorry, even though I hate this word. A good pair of panties makes you feel good about yourself. <laughs> why are you? Why you panties? Why do you say pa- Why do you think panties a bad word? You said I don't like. I didn't say it was a bad word. I said it was. A- I said I don't like that word. I don't like. like moist. Okay, well, yeah. Well, why do you don't like that word? I can, I can understand moist. Like I don't like that word. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like orifice. Oh, why? I don't like the. Sometimes I don't like the word panties because it makes me feel like think childlike, but at the same time, I also am just kind of like, yeah, I'm weird. Maybe it's just one of those words that makes me feel a little bit weird when I'm thinking about when I'm thinking about underwear. I'm from the south, so underwear isn't called panties; it's called draws. Draws. Yeah, my Mima says puts your says draws. I say yeah. I say panties, underwear, lingerie. I don't know. What whatever works, I guess. Oh, it chooses to come out. I say draws. Draws. <laughs> <laughs> we say nicknames for for undies. Oh man, I got so many. <laughs> what you got for us, Diana? I'm curious. We got dunkery doos, and then for Spanish, I got like chonies because uh. Chonies, <laughs> yeah, because what are they called in Spanish? Oh my god, um, calzones, calzones, they're called calzo- calzones in like Spanish, oh. and so I shortened it to like chonies. <laughs> chonies, gotcha, gotcha. Sometimes I'll say pantsu because, like, I think there's also a Vocaloid song that's called I Can Take Off My Pants, I Can Take Off My Panties. I don't know I really why, know. It's called it, but it's yeah. funny. It is so oh, funny. Oh, yeah, because there's that one scene where like, the main robot girl that just went off to go find, like, ladies' underwear, and she kept saying pansu over and over again as she was walking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, she wouldn't forget. Gotcha. I thought it was really, I thought it was really interesting, and I thought that this was a really cool way to show, like, goes on for a, um in women's lives, and it's also displayed in a healthy way. Like, when some people think of what goes on with menstrual cycles or the fear of getting a pap smear and how cold the, the goddamn duck lips are. Lips. It's just, it's, it's like it's to have these conversations, but putting them in a positive light. Agreed. Well, definitely I will take a look at this and I want to see like, I want to see it for all of its intended glory. But yeah, it says, so this yeah. is part of the women in animation class of 2020 showcase can't remember if it is part of the part of the showcase well that's the second piece of news that i went ahead and put up in the chat but there is a women in animation class of 2020 showcase and it's currently calling for admissions or yeah. submissions for the Ooh. so like that it could be anything like it could be like individual it could be group work stuff like that it looks like it. Um, I'm reading through the article a bit more, and it's basically saying the Women in anim- Animation welcomes the entire class of 2020 to join the special program. Um, no where they are in the world, the submission period is from July 13th, and it ends on July 24th of this year. In addition to showcasing films for key decision makers in the industry, all film submissions will be reviewed by the following list of jury members for Women in Films Class of 2020 Best Film Consideration. Ooh. Ooh. Charlotte, who's an animator, animation, animator, writer, and director, director, Erica. I don't know. Ooh. So sorry if I your name. Dadaio, Ooh, Camille, 
uh, who's part of Latinx and animation and founder, a founder in the Casa Grande's Nickelodeon animation production manager. Ooh. Ooh. It's Francis, who works with Disney, Disney television animation, who I think we actually got to talk to when we went to Terminus last year. Oh, oh yeah. I think it's yeah. he, I can't remember what he, which one he was, but that meant, yeah, we may have met him. Yeah, he, I, I think I remember he was the guy, he was the, um, he was the cool white guy with the glasses. He, I, th- I think, I think, forgive me if I'm wrong, but he was pretty cool. Um, Trisha Gum, Trisha Gum, who works on Netflix, Bites, who's at Scene Site, Sandy, who works with Nickelodeon Preschool, which that Ooh. makes me think of just, I just kind of like, is, is that Nick Jr.? <laughs> is that Nick Jr.? Probably. They probably rebranded it or something. Yeah. Other names are Ramsey Naito, Mark Osborne, Joanna Quinn, Wendy Rogers, Karen Tolliver, James Tucker, who works with DC animated series and DTV movies, who's an executive producer, and Ronald Wimberly, who's an author, writer, and designer. It's like a a strong, like a a strong judge jury category. Like you got, I think if I'm if I'm looking correctly, we have a strong list of women and male um, animators and people in the industry. So this should be very interesting. I would love to um, submit like either intrepidity or pernicious for consideration. I think that would be really great if we can do that. I don't know. We'll, we'll ask the campus people. Uh, oh, not that we can, right. not then, if not, then we can definitely do pink um pink hibiscus because I think that this the trailer alone would be pretty good. But are there are there stipulations for that? Because like, do they need to be like a certain time frame, a certain length? Do we know? Um, it looks like it says that the rules and eligibility is on the Women in Animation website. I'm currently looking at that now. Basically, uh, da, da, da. okay. So, okay, for- any still, and it could be any student with both undergraduate or graduate level graduating in the year twenty twenty can submit their senior graduating films, regardless of what type of degrees are receiving. I'm like that. It's also not limited only to animation majors. It can be limited to just film film majors in general. In general, it's open to all self-identified genders. Open to all countries of origin of original film production uh they cannot be demo real so if you're a grad stu- if you're a grad student or a senior in college don't submit your demo reel because they're not yeah. looking for that i don't think that even that would even i think that defeat the purpose honestly they're looking for film yeah. not like snippets of your work yeah um the film submission um that has dialogue must be in english or it has to have english subtitles only short films of five minutes of or less are accepted, and it must follow the submission instructions. Submissions must be entered by the student only, not any third-party vendors, educational institutions, and studios. So, you, you, if you have the like original file of your film, then you can probably go ahead and submit yeah. it. Hmm. So cool! So yeah, yeah. fun. Uh, mm-hmm. And these are important dates. The announcement for it beginning starts on um, the announcement began on July 9th, which I think was uh, two was days the, ago yeah, at the time of recording. Yeah. The session opens on July 13th, and the deadline ends on July 4, July 24th, 11:59 p.m. PTD, so Pacific Standard Time. And 
Films are available for recruiter viewing and finalists are notified by mid-August and the winners of the Class of 2020 Best Films presented by Women in Animation are announced by early September. Nice. Cool. So, So if you are out there and you got a film to show... Then you got. Then you should totally enter. We'll have it in our description box yeah. thingy. But yeah, uh, one important thing. One last important thing that comes with that. It says you have to have a Vimeo account. Please, if you're submitting films, please have a Vimeo account. Yeah, because that's like the more yeah. that's the more professional like host yeah. video hosting place, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yes. Well, awesome. Well, thank you, Mickey. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do mine because I, I, got, I got a couple of them. So, uh, well, me and Deanna have, like, it's kind of, like, put together. So, uh, so obviously, this week, I believe, on Thursday, uh, HBO Max released the first season of Close Enough by yeah. J.G. Quintel. And it's been, yeah. and we're so excited because it was a long time. First off, it was a long time coming. They first they yeah. announced the, they announced the show, I think, in, like, 2018 or something to be on the TBS animation yeah. block. But then, basically, it all got shut down because of the Louis C.K. To scandal and so and then close enough was basically in limbo nobody really knew if it was if they finished the season or not i'm i'm thinking yeah. that they have finished the season then they were about to lease it and then something happened and they were like oh crap well now what are we gonna do and then lord behold too. yeah lo and behold hbo max partnered with the uh, cartoon network to do more programming so i guess they were like okay let's just put close enough on hbo max which i think was a smart decision because of you know streaming services are popular and everything and i think it'll just it'll oh, yeah. be easier but obviously there is that pay gap of like you have to pay for it but oh, yeah. honestly strong move on their part um and so they were finally released close enough this week and oh my gosh it is freaking hilarious i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm only on, like, on episode four, but, like, my gosh, it is hilarious. Like, you, there, there are at least, like, you will laugh, I believe, honestly, and at least, in my opinion, I think you'll have, like, a good laugh in all the episodes. Hands down, yeah. you'll, ha- you'll have a strong laugh, because there's always something going on. And the characters are really funny. Like, I, I know, like, um, Let's Talk Cartoons on Instagram was releasing, like, some of the, like, character promos for them and like you can guess like possibly guess like how each character would be and people thought like at first like candace was going to be this really annoying like kid character that's candace is the daughter of the two main characters josh and emily and which i'm 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 i have a strong feeling like they're literally like uh, character inserts for the creator because um jg <laughs> quintel um is married and does have a daughter and so i'm like i'm not shocked and the main character josh looks uh looks too much like jg quintel in real life with, with long <laughs> when, he, when he had long hair so i'm like this has got to be self-insert you can't tell me differently so but back to candace i think i think i think candace is a really nice kid character like she's kind of like they, i don't know so far they've been they've been going back and forth between like oh she's smart and then she'll have moments of like I, she's a, she's just a dumb kid but so i'm like interesting flip-flop um but yeah honestly i am loving the show that is um my review of it is please go watch it i really want this show to continue being successful because even before this show came out it was going through some shit so i would love to see it succeed any what do y'all think what do y'all think so far 
Uh, I actually didn't even know about the scandal thing that was going on, but I had first heard about it coming out and just looking at the looking at what the characters were going to be like, and now seeing the trailer and I'm about to, like I said, I'm going to be starting to watch the episodes myself. I don't have HBO Max, but I'll figure out a way. Um, but I know the first episode is on YouTube. Oh my god, yeah. it's so funny! It's so funny. Yes, also the first episode is out on YouTube. Um, you don't have to pay for it. It's just like a little teaser. So yeah, that, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Candace makes me think of like those, makes me think of like, in my opinion, I think people don't give kids a whole lot of, what's the word? They take it? their intelligence, yeah, they take their intelligence kind of for granted. They don't give them enough credit because it could be that kids can pick up on a whole lot of things they might not understand all of it but they pick it up but they pick up on it really really quickly i know for for my own cousin she's she's still kind of young but at the same time this girl is intelligent and she can use your own logic and she uses your own logic against you there was one time we were trying i was trying to teach her how to write a persuasive letter this was something she was learning in school and was doing as um winter break homework and i was explaining it to her i was like yeah basically you write a persuasive letter to try and convince someone of your perspective and she was like so what you're saying is i can write a perspective letter to my parents so i can get a hamster (laughs) i was was so impressed i even helped her write it (laughs) and then we gave it to her dad did 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 she get that hamster mickey yeah did she get it please tell me all I heard was, we will see. So I don't know for sure, but... That's it, if I know! It's pretty cool that at the time, a seven-year-old was able to take that logic, and she, at first, didn't even know how to write a, perspect- um, a, a persuasive letter. So she was first just like, oh, so that means I just have to say please a lot. I'm like, no, you have to give reasons behind what you want. And she used that and used it against me. I did not expect that to come out of her mouth, but at the same time, I was so impressed I helped her do it, because <laughs> what can you say after that? Right, true, you can't. <laughs> but yeah, um, loving close enough, um, I hope, uh, I've not i don't know how i haven't checked how many episodes there are in the first season yet i'm guessing there's like probably 10 right now but i'm already hearing like chatter that people are thinking close enough is a little bit is a little bit more better than regular show which i'm like you're telling me <laughs> the meme show regular show is better than close en- uh, maybe like maybe like not as good as close I mean, enough regular show like, was also, wow. i think regular like, show was originally gonna be made for adults but they yeah it was we had it for kids so i think that's why i think that's why people are comparing it but at the same time like i don't think that that's a very fair comparison yeah it's like comparing apples to oranges they're like in their own like little like demographic i guess we can say they're made for like different audiences yeah yeah exactly you can yeah. still tell the adult humor, like literally, like Tyler the freaking creator was put into uh, one of the episodes. But at the same time, like I, you can't compare two different series that are made by the same person and say, "Oh, one's better than this." That's not fair. Do that. I think it just depends on like your 
spit your humor. Like if you want more like subdued yeah. humor, more than like this is this is this is an adult comedy. So if you you will get the raunchy like humor and stuff like that, and they will curse and everything like that. Whereas in regular show, you would they say crap or didn't they say hell? Like they they I ever yeah they said they said like pissed in like one episode, and I remember like watching two, that they one. They put it in two episodes, but then they but then they changed it to being ticked. The um literally the one of the first episodes was Mordecai got upset and they literally censored themselves at first it was like you piss me off and now it's you to pick me off and i'm just like why did you change it not that bad like i mean it's just piss i'm like it's a bad <laughs> word <laughs> yeah it can be depending on like the family i know for sure it isn't mine <laughs> uh, well yeah i mean if i heard sunny say that then i'd be oh god who's teaching you this <laughs> okay good point yeah yeah, like, I know, I don't remember, I know show, like, I mean, they got away with it, like, with certain things on there, like, the whole, um, the, the, what, the whole episode where we have, this like, the proof that Mordecai is a simp episode, like, um, oh, yeah, <laughs> like, people love to use that episode right. to say Mordecai is a simp, and so, and so, like, you can say that was probably, like, one of those moments where, like, yeah, this is like going yeah. really close to adult humor without being adult humor. I think that that's why it's an unfa- it's an unfair comparison because, like, you you can still tell that the humor is there, and I don't care who disagrees with me on this because I'm gonna say you're fucking wrong. Regular show is one of those cartoons that has aged very well. Oh my gosh, it has mm-hmm. aged so well. It's like so funny. Yeah. I I still quote it two things to this day, like. I do like the hmm, hmm, like to myself when someone says something, and like if mm-hmm. someone picks up on that, I'll just be like, we'll just say it together, like, hmm, 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 hmm. and then like the, and then like the slaps and stuff, and then I always say hand boning, like if someone's like, you know, hand boning will save your life one day. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I don't know how it will, but you know, you know, I I can dare, I can close enough. I could dare to dream, but like yeah, definitely like. Close enough. Put it definitely. It's definitely adult animation. Like they do curse. There is nudity. Not full nudity. It's like they will. They will cover themselves. Um. What else? It's like they do like raunchy nudity. Yeah, they do like raunchy. Yes. There is blood. Like there's a um blood like and killing and everything. So like. And then. Oh, it's no different than basically Game of Thrones. It has all the things that like if you got away with it on like a kid's show and pe- parents would be like, what the f- is this? <laughs> <laughs> so Deanna, did you did you watch it? I know you that was um, part of your news. Uh I haven't had to. <laughs> I know that I shared it to you guys and everything, but uh, I had like other stuff going on. Like since I'm still a part of like the zine scene and all that jazz, uh, I had something to turn in this week. Oh, why don't yeah, you? Tell- right. Yes, do tell about your zine adventures. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so when it comes to zines, I usually apply it to them. They're usually like on Twitter, Tumblr, sometimes Instagram. And it depends on like the fandom, you know, like right now I'm in a bunch of them for My Hero Academia. And this one like is, I don't know if I should say, but this one is uh, revolves around um, Himiko Toga. 
Ooh. one of the villains. And I, I right. love her with all my heart. She's so insane. But cutesy at the same time. And uh, I don't know if I can like, name talk is Himiko. more about it. But do I know? Said, well, her name is Himiko, so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, that's the zine that I'm in right now. And then I'm in another one that's like centered around like AUs. And like, um, but like, apocalyptic like AUs, I guess, for oh. my year academia. Yeah, and then there's one going on right now called um, Bones Chance. It's like a miraculous ladybug like fanzine revolving around fashion and stuff. That one has like pre-orders Ooh. open until like the fifteenth. Would you care like, to a link for it in my link tree? Yes, please do send us a link. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> that's i think that's really cool that you're able to find more stuff that you can submit to during like quarantine because zines don't get enough credit don't oh yeah like oh, a bunch of the ones mean, that i do are yeah, for they... charity oh yay yes i do i would do like the zines like i wish i could do more of those mm-hmm but like you know, because you get so many different ones, especially when you do like find some on Tumblr and stuff like that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But like the charity, the charity zines, I've seen you do a lot of. So mm-hmm. some of the ones that um that the zines I've been have donated to like um like the Children's Hospital, Doctors Without Borders. Ooh. Um. What's a, what's another one? <sighs> I can't remember. <laughs> Uh, I want to say Doctors Without Borders again, maybe St. Jude's Hospital for another one. I think one of the zines that I was in, like, last year, or no, 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 wait, no, I'm starting to get them, like, mixed up now. I think the one that I'm in right now from Reckless Ladybug might be donating to Doctors Without Borders. I might, I might have to, like, look it up again. I already forgot. And I even voted for it, too. Um, Can you tell us a little bit of what the Doctors for, what was it called? Doctors Without Borders? Borders, Yeah. Doctors Without Borders. What's that charity for? I've never heard of that one. So, I think what happens is, like, they pay, like, doctors to go into, like, countries that have, like, little to no doctors or, like, any form Mm -hmm. of, like, uh, medical facilities. And so, they'll come in and, like, give people, like, enough, like, medical training to have, like, those resources available to them and whatnot. Oh, okay. That's cool. Although, I could be wrong. It's been a long time since I last talked about or seen Doctors Without Borders. But um, I make sure to cool, do like, though. yeah, I make sure to do a little bit of research right before I vote for which charity because um, usually what happens with like charity zines is that they'll have like a pool of like the main charities that they'll do, and then they'll ask the contributors to take like a, a like a vote, and then whichever one gets the most votes ends up being the charity for the zine. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Sense. Yeah. The dream is to one day have, like, a zine of my own and, like, do it. And that way, like, I'm gaining experience, like, as I go along and, you know, doing some good along the way. Right. Like, eventually you want to, like, make your own zine so you can, like, make make your own money? Or, like, would you donate it to another charity? Um, I think, like, probably do both. (laughs) But I think mainly I do, like, profit ones at first just so I can have, like, you know, somewhat like sustainability for myself 
watching them. That's fair. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, I wanted to um go on and continue with my news. So I want so video game news. Um, I'm really excited about this one video game called No Straight Roads. It's this um, it's a rhythm game, rhythm. I want to say rhythm beat 'em up game that incorporates mm -hmm. music. Um, it's these two rockers trying to basically beat the system of EDM, and so. There's a lot of great um, mixes of like rock and EDM and different artists too. Like you get like, classic EDM artists, you get like a almost Hatsune Miku um, EDM. Basically, yeah, basically like the video I just put in like the description. This is the Hatsune Miku one that they just released, and I'm like, I love her so much. I I I never really got in. I'll be honest with you, I never really got into Hatsune Miku. Um, but this but this girl, her name is Sayu. This is one of the boss fights. Is like she's like a mermaid. Like, um, mermaid, I don't know, like, I don't want to say drone, but she's not, basically the whole joke with her is that she's not real, and then, like, they'd be like, you have to be delicate with that, it's like, and the one character's like, what, what are you talking about, she's not real, and then the other character, and then the baby <laughs> is like, but I am real, and I'm going to, I'm going to defeat you with love, pew, 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 and that's how she says that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's a kind of game. <laughs> yes, that is yes. awesome. It's all, I like what like look at the video when you can because the song like you can you can buy you can not buy but you can like listen to the songs because they're out there already but from the digital soundtrack mm -hmm. and like it and like I now I listen to this to her song all the time because it's just so cute and cute core that's a thing right cute core because like on I was looking at a bit of the gameplay okay. and like and like they heard her. <laughs> Her genre quotations is cute core kind of EDM. Oh. So, but yeah. And then also the gameplay. Huh, what? Games to be hyped over. Like the one that you're talking about sounds really interesting. I think I've heard the title before, but I had no idea what it was. But now I'm just thinking it's like Hasune Miku, but violent. Well, yes. Well, her, well, her um, boss fight is, I know you, you beat, like, a DJ kind of character, you beat a child prodigy that, uh, a child prodigy within her, like, literally monster mother. Her, her mother, her mother is literally a monster. Like, she, oh, and, God. like, it's kind of weird. Like, it's, that's one, I remember looking at the college, I'm like, um, her mother is literally a monster, but, but Seiyu is not even real. It's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> You have to look at. Let's go look at the, up the gameplay. No straight roads, and and but it would have came out this week, but like it got pushed to August. So Aww. that's why that's why Switch on twenty twenty has to be ramped up because I have I want to play that game on the Switch. <laughs> good luck on finding the Switch, Shayla. Say what? <laughs> I said, good luck on finding yeah. that Switch. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna find that Switch. I'm gonna bring it to justice. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> It's mama. Justice. <laughs> uh, this is just selling me more games now that I want to be able to play. I still got to get a Switch so I can get Animal Crossing. Now I have Straight Roads. Now I want to see if I can get a gaming, another gaming computer so I can get more video games. Because now I have. At first, I was just. No. I was just Sorry, trying to worry I'm killing myself with my own game. bank no, account. I get no I want to get. I, I want to get with my Switch. Obviously, <laughs> Animal Crossing, and then No Straight Roads as one of my, like, first real games with it, and then maybe Mario Kart for games, and that's probably coming up to, like, a hundred and something dollars, like, straight yeah. out the, straight yeah, out the, straight out the, yeah, yeah straight out the gate, 
Yeah, 200, so I'm like, oh, my bank account, but I just want to play games, damn it. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then once we all have switches, we could we could do online, and then we can and then we could start a Twitch if we want to. It's gonna be great. <laughs> that ought to be entertaining, <laughs> especially because you got gamer rage. <laughs> yeah, don't play Mario Party with me unless you want to get yelled at. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I, I get really really into it. Okay, I, I'm just warning everybody ahead of time. I don't mean half of what I say. I, I, I'm oh my god, angry. that sounds so scary. Diana, wait till you see Diana. Wait till you see Darian playing Smash with Caitlyn. Okay. Yeah, she did see me play Smash with Caitlyn. Oh my gosh, Caitlyn! Yeah, Caitlyn is our one of our friends who also is part of Kirikiri Studios. And like every time she would play Smash, she would always pick a villager, and she would beat everybody as a villager. Damn villager, oh damn it! Oh, I hate trees. I can't stand the trees. Good <laughs> <laughs> God! It's always the trees. It's always the trees. Caitlin, if you're hearing this, I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> trees. She's probably like, if she's listening to this, she'd probably have that scared face. And <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> just like. <laughs> oh, I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> so I'm still waiting on that rematch. She's not, she's not here. She can't tell you. <laughs> oh, you guys are so talented. All I know how to do is button mash. <laughs> Yeah, that's me too. That's all I, I do too. Yeah, I do. I, that's what I do too. I'm terrible at Smash. I'd rather get if I had to get one Mario like party game, it would be Mario Kart. I'm way better at Mario Kart, and I'm more competitive with Smash. Like I can, bar- I barely know what to do with myself. I have no c- favorite character that I like to play, and I lose all the time. I don't think I understand the game of Smash. <laughs> Just button mash because I mainly play. I mainly play like one-on-one fighting games or like games like God of War. So. Honestly, literally, like Shayla, remember that one time that you and I were playing against each other for um, was it? Uh, I think it was uh, East Coast. It was at East Coast Game Conference in Raleigh, and literally the only reason why I beat her was because I button mashed. I don't know a whole lot of combos, and it was for the newest version of I think it was Eleven that first came out. Probably. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I almost never do. I don't always try to get all the fatalities correct unless it's some characters that I know will be super gruesome. But yeah. Uh, but mashing works. <laughs> it works. The reason why I'm good at smash is because I'm not good at one-on-one fighting games at most of the time. Because it's usually just a straightforward, like straight line you're fighting on. The map isn't all as wide, and I I again I'm bad at memorizing combos as well. So I just button mash. For the most part, unless, unless I know what character specifically doing with Smash Brothers, a whole other story. Because then, at least if I have a character that I have played before and I know how they work, then I easily can just get into the flow of things. If it's something I don't know, then yeah. I'm just gonna button mash. As long as you know up B or up whatever, then you're fine. Just don't fall off the map. <laughs> Noted. If I ever decide I want to get smashed, <laughs> smash man, get smashed. I don't. I don't want to. I'm not. Good at it. I don't want to like put <laughs> a game that I know I'm like. It's just only gonna be taken out for like the people who like to play Smash. I mean, Brianna, our other friend Brianna, she is a hidden Trojan horse when it comes to Smash Brothers. She what my oh, yeah. blood with Wii Fit Trainer. Oh my god! Yeah, watch out for Brianna. 
She may look sweet and cuddly, but she knows how to whoop your butt with, butt with just me yeah, she, knows how, she does. She like she's like got hidden skills with gaming. And she's like, she, she'll say like, she'll say to Moon and back, oh, I'm not that good. But then she like whoops your butt and is like, but. I'm like, girl, I just whoop Tell y'all, it's the quiet ones. It's the quiet ones you got to watch out for. That's it's quite true. the quiet ones. That is very true. But so yes. And the next point, that the next moment, they hold you at gunpoint, and you're just like, "What? Wait, wait a minute! What, <laughs> <laughs> what the frick?" <laughs> but yeah, that's all really the news I have. Um, oh, well, we did we did we talk about um last week, or was that last week? Did we talk about that um HBO Max green lights? Um, Young Love creator for a show called Young Love, which talks about the um. We'll talk more about the family a bit more. Did we talk about that? Uh, um, we talked about how uh Matthew A. Cherry got basically greenlit to start a series, but at the time I didn't know it was called Young Love. I knew just knew that it was supposed to be. I think like I don't know if it was going to be a continuation of the couple from Hair Love or something similar. All right. Well, the breaking news that we we now we now know that the series that she's going to create is uh, Young Love, which talks about which is going to be about the couple, the the couple that was in Hair Love, the Oscar-winning short film, and so very exciting. We just it's just it's just it keeps getting better and better. It's with him. It's just like man, he's just going to be doing stuff. So much excitement, indeed. But yes, that's all I have. Uh, who would like to go next? <laughs> Uh, I could go. Just, Alrighty. Since I'm already on a gaming high, I must well talk about it. I meant to bring this up earlier, but I'm ashamed to admit that I completely forgot and neglected it. <laughs> so here it's it is. Good. It's all good. Go for it. Uh, basically, for anyone that knows the Crash series, Crash Bandicoot, they're releasing a fourth <gasps> installment. Yeah! To the- what? Yeah, they released the fourth game, and this is now, and this is yeah. not—it has nothing to do with the other spinoff uh, games. This is entirely new. They're um, what are they doing? They're um, redconning all the other series. This is a straight-up sequel to the Crash One, Two, and Three. So it's no longer a trilogy, people. There is a fourth game coming out. Yes, oh and it's—I don't know the. Stu- do you know the studio who's making it? Uh. Oh, frick a frack. Who is making it? I completely forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how far in the country are you? <laughs> I'm right across the street from a cornfield, man. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't playing about that either. Uh, I will look that up right quick. Like, who is making this? I thought it was like the same people, but probably because I have a totally different art style going along with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I got it. I got it. So, it's being made by Toys for Bob. I think they did. They did something with the new re-releases. I don't know if they... It's just the same company that, that worked with the re-releases. Maybe. Let me look, 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 look. Let me look, look, look. Yes, they did, did, did. Okay, they did. They did, did, did. <laughs> Trust Shayla to make make anything out into a song. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, we are. Wait, no, No. they worked. Okay, they worked on the. Sorry, I'm so sorry. They worked on the Nintendo Switch port of the Insane Trilogy, and they but but they did the entirety of the Spyro Reignited Trilogy. So there you go. Okay, that makes sense with the art style then. Art style. Which exactly. I can appreciate because I do like it. I've seen the trailer. It is pretty. I like it. It has the same platforming type of anger-inducing yes. stuff that has been in the trilogy for a good minute. 
yeah. Okay. Basically, it literally just continues off from where the last game ended. Where the frick happened? Uh, Neocortex and I can only remember his abbreviated name. N Trophy got trapped in a parallel dimension somehow. Something okay. like that. Yeah, st- story is not too big of a deal, but again, it's just a fun thing to look at. But yes, <laughs> we are getting a fourth one. It's called It's About Time, which I can totally agree with the title name because I-, I wasn't expecting this at all. Yeah, it's it it kind of funny. Like the, the the name is like a double and double meaning. Like it's about time that they released another <laughs> um, main and main Crash series game, and also it talks about time because it's a parallel universe. Exactly. There's a bunch of new masks involved, which honestly took me by surprise. Like, there are more masks than Aku Aku. I mean, what are you gonna do with them? Oh, oh Bugatabaz. Yeah, the Bugatabaz. There are new four more that are. Oh like, God. I think they're called Quant. From what I've looked up, they're called Quantum Mass or some some kind of Quantum Mass. Right. And basically, you know, I assume Neocortex and Entropy bust out of their little parallel universe prison or whatever, and that breakout basically results in the universe getting all kinds of messed up. I just see all the masks circling around so- circling around someone and just going and just saying like you got I don't know if you guys have ever seen the channel for Unus Honest, how in the beginning it goes Unus Honest, Unus Honest. I just see them all going a boogada ba, a boogada ba, a boogada ba, boogada ba, a boogada ba. What does that even mean? I don't, always wondered. I think it's. <sighs> I don't want to say it because I'm not exactly sure. So this is just speculation. It might just be some sort of thing leaking back to like the fact that, you know, they're leaking back to like the Aborigines. Am I pronouncing that right? Aborigines? Aborigines? I don't know. You could probably, I feel I'm like. I'm from Australia. I feel like I'm messing that up. Yeah, because our bandicoots. Huh? Aboriginals? Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Aboriginals. It's like, ooh, it's like yeah. abs, but they're original. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's how I remember it. No, Crash is a bandicoot. Bandicoot's from Australia. Ha! Oh, that's what I was about to say. I was like, aren't bandicoots from Australia? What do they look yeah. like? Am I gonna they be dis- am I gonna be disappointed? Like, like, am I gonna be disappointed just like um author? Like, the author oh. from the book, and he's an anteater, and then you see an actual anteater in real life, and you're like, what the? They don't look you're gonna be disappointed. They look like shrews. They, they look like shrews. Oh, they are cute. Oh, look at right? the bandicoot. Oh, hello. He's like a tiny oh. little mouse. Exactly. They're so freaking cute. Wait, what? Like I'm so confused. This doesn't look like Crash. It's like Sonic with the hedgehogs. Exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. I have a cute little snoot. I got a little snoot. <laughs> no one—it's like I, no one knows what what we're looking at right now. They could be looking at like an, an a monster, and they're like, "Oh, look at this cute little snoot." I just put up, like a comparison somewhere to show you if it's like here's Crash Bandicoot and here's a Bandicoot. It's a snoot. I actually was like, I was there for the um, live reveal of the trailer, and they got to talk to like one of the people that worked on it and stuff, and they got to ask like a bunch of questions, and so that is freaking cool. Yeah, bandicoots are awesome. I think they have. Yeah, I think in the same one you just play as both Coco and Crash. So same general formula they're using, just a little bit more added powers, I guess. 
Yeah. And they look like through the demo that they were showing that it's going to be like this almost like a seamless or almost like required transition if to go from Crash to Coco. Yeah, it should be. I'm hoping so. Because in the previous games, you could, well, in the first, the new remade trilogy, I think they just, I think you could just add her in somewhere within the first level. Okay. First or second level, or at least first world or so. First couple of worlds you enter. Then after that, it's just like, you can just pick whoever you want. It, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. I watch um, this one guy that I um, watch. Um, his name is uh, Ked Icarus, and he loves Crash Bandicoot. He does like so much so that every June he does Bandicoot Month, and so it's like Aww. he was just wait. He was just waiting for like them to release some news on a game or some kind. And of course, at the la- at the at the final hour, they release Crash About Time, and then <laughs> I think they're also aren't they also releasing a mobile game for him? I think so. Uh, a mobile game. Oh, this would be the first I've heard. I've heard about it. I mean, yeah. breaking news! Breaking news! There's gonna be a um crash mobile game. <laughs> oh think... wow, that actually is. What? Who thought yeah. that was a good idea? I don't. Okay, I love Crash Bandicoot, but I. Sorry, we all know how some console games can transfer over to mobile. I don't know if that's a word. It looks like it's just gonna be like a Temple Run sort of deal. Oh, 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 okay. Well, never mind. Never, never mind. Yeah, which would kind of make the most sense. I... Bandicoot was the original Temple Run. Yeah, so. you can't really. I mean, Crash does have lost a little bit more anger inducing. I'm gonna get my mother to play the new one <laughs> because she's played Crash when she was. She played Crash throughout most of her life, and she knows the. She, that's where I get my gamers rage from. <laughs> I store this new one. She's going to flip out and i'm gonna record oh the entire thing <laughs> i want to i want to try and play some more crash uh quick note just be sure like if you want the first three of the the first two of the trilogy are hard as hell that's what i heard i heard like the first yeah. one is probably the hardest one because it doesn't have all the power-ups and everything exactly yeah. yeah it is difficult to the nth degree i hate it so much i could barely get past the first level i had to watch my older brother play it and he got frustrated with it too That's didn't he have like glitches too uh i think the I think the original did have glitches yeah yeah I think something about the hitboxes i cannot remember yeah yeah, so there's a reason why that game is just notorious for being difficult. The second one is not as hard, but is just a step up. And then the third one is just easy peasy. I can beat that in a day. Damn. Like, I legitimately beat it in a day. The only hard part is just getting all the crystals and finishing it 100%. Yeah, any any of, I heard any of the Crash games, it's like, if you want all the Platinums, it's going to take you a heck of a lot more work to do. And with the first... First of the game, they added a new, they added a level that was essentially removed from the original game since it was so difficult, and they just put it back in. So there was a hard level, then the hard game, and it took my brother like a couple of days just to get through the level. <laughs> like a couple of days just to figure out the mechanics and then figure out what does which. It, it is very hard. I bet. Uh huh. But. That is my big news. The only other news I had, which is 
more PS5 stuff, but that was mostly Ooh. just like what the, that's mainly what the boxes look like. What the box gonna look like? The box has the uh, usual what do you call that? The blue plastic little containers. It still looks like the same size as the PS4 contain PS4 boxes, just with a white bar containing the PS5 logo. Oh, fancy. Why do people care about what the box is going to look like? Because they have to look cool when they buy their PS5. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I My friend's the one that brought this conversation up. I'm like, why do you care what the boxes look like? He was like why do we care? What? Darian? Darian? Oh, no. Darian? Darian? Oh, not again, Darian. Oh, she's done. She's got it done it, you guys. Oh, what are we going to do? Oh. Like, it's a box that you look at. <laughs> what is happening? Oh, I'm, I'm dead. I was like, we couldn't hear you. And so, we couldn't hear you. And then, like, you start talking. And then, I, well, I was, like, fake, like, sobbing. I was like, oh, no, where did she go? And then, and then he will come back at every, like, everything was fine. Is everything, okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear yes. you. I unplugged my headset. I'm tired of this nonsense. No. It's okay. It just was funny. It was like, you just were talking, like, normal. Oh, my God. I okay. probably even left off. But I got into a conversation with my friend about the boxes. He said, it's the first thing you look at, look at when you buy a game. I didn't understand it. Then I saw what the boxes look like. And I'm just like, why is that white bar there? And why do I not like it? And he just told me, he's like, why do you care about the boxes? I thought you said it was irrelevant. I'm like, shut up. I don't care. <laughs> it's a box. I don't know. I don't understand why the boxes are so important. I care about box art. I don't care about the box. And I don't know. I, I, but it partly sounds like you care about the box just a little bit. <laughs> I, I am conflicted, okay? I am, I am conflicted. I, I don't know how to feel, okay? <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, but I, I will not judge anybody who cares about the, bo- cares about the box. I, I will not judge since I am apparently uh, eating my words right now. <laughs> That's okay. Thank you. Well, oh well. What? What's huh? Yeah, did you say fudge? Mm-hmm. I like no, I like I fudge. You got fudge nuggets. Yeah, you got some fudge. To judge. I want some white fudge. Mm, that sounds good. I mean, I know it's just straight Talk sugar, but I want it. I kind of want some Chinese tonight. Ooh, I have Chinese in the fridge. <laughs> I need that. Man, what's a big mood? <laughs> My internet is not being okay. I am so sorry to the listeners of this. So, and look, we're in, we are all literally working on whatever setups that we have. So everybody's just gonna have to deal with it. I'm in my PJs. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm in PJs too. PJ gang. PJ gang. Same. Honestly, honestly, same. <laughs> I, I, was, still have, I actually went. Uh, I think I still have my bonnet on too. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, you're like a step below. You're a step up from us. I actually went swimming today and so like I changed out of my uh, my other clothes and just put on like my some sweats and this t-shirt and I was like, "All right, I'm ready to record." Yeah, I'm just laying in bed, hugging <laughs> my little Google plush. I am completely content where I am right now. <laughs> How about you, Diana? 
oh, I'm in like full pajamas. I'm still in like what I have like a little mini bun on too. <laughs> That's why if we ever do like a full illustration, we should just all be in our pajamas and pretend that we're in a pajama party. <laughs> JJ's, yes. My JJ's. <laughs> <laughs> you keep telling you keep saying this and i and if we ever and if we ever get a big enough um, a big enough following or just a big following or a following in general because i know there's people who listen to us and we thank you so much for that thank you for thank listening you. to us thank you we appreciate it appreciate it appreciate it <laughs> somebody's gonna hear us somebody's gonna hear us saying that we're in pajamas and then somebody i gonna hear us saying that we're in pajamas and they're just gonna make fan art and we're just all gonna sit here crying <laughs> Man, I wait for the day that someone sends us fan art. Actually, we need to go ahead and like be like, if you want to send us stuff or questions, maybe we should like tell up, tell us, tell them our email. I don't know. Oh, yeah, we can send. That's true. I think we have it. I think we do have a Kira Kira email. If not, yeah, yeah, you we have a Kira Kira email, and it can be used <laughs> for for fan things and stuff like that. But you know, I'll get one of y'all to like, you know, just. Um, say a little spot about it at the end of our show. <laughs> no problem. I will Dang cry it. if somebody sends fan art. I will legitimately just cry. Were you legit? Like you le- like you'll just start bawling. <laughs> I will cry. I will cry thug tears. Thug tears. Thug tears. No, is a thug tear just one tear or is it multiple tears? One. T- it's usually described as one tear, and you're not making any noise. The tears just falling quietly. Exactly. So, like, you have to not be sniffing. Like, <laughs> nope. like you have to just be like sniffing. That's so hard, though. Like, I, I <laughs> I'm not consciously like crying to know like how I am, but like, I'm pretty sure when I cry, I make like the sniffling sounds. And if I don't, and if I hide my sniffling, then my nose is gonna run. And it's just gonna be like a, a wet, slobbery mess. Exactly. That's all gonna be just a wet, slobbering mess. Just like this is okay. Oh my god. This is good. <laughs> like it's like oh, I'm trying not to show my feelings. I'm trying to do thunders. Nah, but if somebody touches me, I'm gonna ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's like nope, don't touch me. If you touch me, I'm gonna break down. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> oh my god. Diana, did you have any extra news? <laughs> um, I guess Dr. Stone got like a green light for the second season and uh, yeah. Yeah. next year. Yeah. So look forward to that. And then a little bit more of like gaming news. Um apparently Bakugan is like getting a, a switch game too. Oh my yeah, god. I heard <laughs> Like it's like a full what? thing. It's not like a licensed game or whatever. I it's an old so, yeah. TV show that was used to be aired on Cartoon Network. That's all I remember. But I was like, that it wasn't even all that popular to begin with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, it Nintendo, wasn't. what are you doing? <laughs> what is you doing, honey? I mean... I, I wish I could tell you. <laughs> it, it could be a good game. I, I won't deny it now, but just like it's a weird thing. Like, does anybody else video game made for Beyblade? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh gosh, I just yeah. saw. I just saw. A ter- like, uh, I'm looking at this. Um, I looked up the Bakugan game, and I and I found the news report that says why Nintendo Switch reveals keep disappointing fans. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I would have been somebody- happy hearing about Mario, but it, it, this. 
I I don't know how to feel about this. It's like it's like I played Yu-Gi-Oh games when I was a kid. Okay, I I I won't deny those were kind of fun, and Yu-Gi-Oh was popular at the time. So of course my little nerd self just jumped on a bandwagon. But but Bakugan, yeah, they're fun to throw at people though. They are very fun to throw. I will admit that. I actually had one. I'm well for my uh, my little brother had. I just threw it at people. Oh my god, same here. Me and my brothers would just, just like chuck them at each other. <laughs> Say, brother, you want a Bakken gun battle? He's like, yeah, just throw chuck, throw them at the other oh people. My yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember watching the show when I was like, it was like it came on in like the mm-hmm. morning time, like six a.m. If you're up at that time, yeah, yeah. And I, and I would try and follow it. I was like, and after a while, I would watch, and I was like, oh, this seems pretty cool. Maybe I should get some Bakugan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember watching when I was. Oh God, I was. I probably wasn't even in my de- demographic anyway. I was like, what and. What senior year? Not senior year, like junior year of high school. I do not remember. Jesus, senior year of high school. Are you? You're not that old. Come on. <laughs> I, 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 can't, showing, I can't remember. We are showing our age. Yeah, we are showing our age with this fucking conversation right now. I least was in middle school. Hang on, at, le- at least. I don't know. Oh, 2007. Okay, yeah, I was. Oh, that's okay. not I was middle. younger then. I was, I was younger then. I was like, Wait, okay, no. that was like fifth or yeah. fourth grade for me. Yes. I was yes. in yes. seventh grade, I think. Yes, seventh okay. or eighth grade. I was about to say, like, Buckeye ain't that, ain't that new. Like, I, just, I keep thinking things are new, but I keep dating myself, okay? <laughs> I'm going to stop making me feel old now. I do y'all, okay? How do you got feel? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. No. But, uh I don't know. I mean, if it does well, then I will not, you know, I won't say nothing. If it does oh, well, yeah. in, in quotations. <laughs> I mean, it's not exactly starting out on a good foot. Considering everybody's kind of yeah. like, what is this? And why like, did you give this to us? Why are you, why are you yeah. like, I didn't need this. I'm not looking did for this. Did anybody ask for this? Yeah, did anybody ask? Like, is there like a room of Bakugan <laughs> fans that are just like, we really want a Switch game. And we're just like, and everyone was like, shut up, we'll give it to you. So y'all want oh Switch game from a TV show back in 2007? I mean, I won't deny it, but again, I mean, Bakugan the... versus Yu-Gi-Oh, I'm going to go with Yu-Gi-Oh, even though it's kind of I didn't even get little... into I'll agree with you. Huh? I even I didn't, I never like gravitated towards Yu-Gi-Oh. I was always Pokemon, but I'll agree with you if it's like a battle between Yu-Gi-Oh and Bakugan. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I watched yeah. like, the first season of Yu-Gi-Oh and I kind of dropped off from there cuz everything else got kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the what's the theme song of Yu-Gi-Oh? Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, that's the only one I remember. <laughs> Just the end only one I remember. Song. All I know is that it, it went through so many different transformations with yeah. like it was the ori- it was the very original. Oh god, I don't know if y'all heard my computer, but it's probably being a butt. Um it was the original Yu-Gi-Oh! and then it started transforming. People had like the arm things that were going on, and then it yeah, was a little, bit, a little was thing. The cycle oh, was when yeah. I had me like, okay, no, I'm done. They they had battling on motorcycles. That's when I dropped literally off. Yeah, I I watched one episode of the motorcycle ones, then I couldn't do it. Mm-mm. Yeah, same here. 
I think it went from that to aliens to theme park <laughs> attractions to some else. Like I, I could not keep up. And the hair got even more ridiculous as the series went on. And oh, they got wilder hair. <laughs> exactly. It's like you can easily tell the main protagonist of a Yu-Gi-Oh cartoon because they have these tri-colored or dual-colored hair. Stop, stop. They're already dead. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> literally oh, murdered by a this, man. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, oh, I'm like, stop, stop tripping over that, okay? Everybody else is pretty much plain Jane basic Becky's. Well, this one <laughs> got like three <laughs> different <laughs> colors of cooling in his hair. Said and, plain Jane the, basic Becky's. And they crimp the hairs. They crimp the hairs. Exactly. Like, what the frick? Have y'all been to a hairdresser, honey? Uh, who's, your, who's your hairdresser that fired? <laughs> the only normal person, the only normal protagonist I have seen, normal being the quote unquote keyword here, was probably like the one in the second scene. What was his name? Jaden? And he had like one light brown hair and dark brown hair. And that was like the most basic thing I've ever seen. <laughs> What about yeah, the that, what about um Yu-Gi-Oh's rival, the guy that, that had brown hair and Kaiba, yeah. Kaiba, Kaiba? He, had, he had normal hair, right? Yeah, I said everybody but the main protagonist. <laughs> and then it just went out of control. It's like everyone has wild hair. Must have wild hair. <laughs> wild hair for everybody. You get wild hair. You get wild hair. Everybody gets wild hair. Sorry, I went off a rant there. I apologize. <laughs> no, it was hilarious. <laughs> I feel really strongly about how far Yu-Gi-Oh has gone. A bit too my far. Stomach hurts from, yeah, my stomach hurts from laughing so much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was my, I, read, I think I saw my, my red-eyes black dragon on here somewhere. Ooh. Oh, my God. I, well, I had it, okay? My brother had the blue eyes. I wanted the red eyes. So we traded. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I don't care. So I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I promise. All good. Welcome back, y'all, to Kira Kira Discusses. Uh, I have a challenge for you guys, and I was telling them er um, this earlier. So I've had this idea for a long time that, like, um, what if we can, like, discuss how we would reboot a show and, like, something from our childhood and reboot it in a way that, like, can still maintain the, like, the, you know, 
the nostalgia around that property, but also make it new. And so kind of think of it as a um like an oral pitch Bible kind of situation. So I'm gonna we're gonna pick a topic. And so well I'm gonna I would like to ask like for this topic, like what we would do. So basically I'm asking you guys how would you reboot the Cheetah Girls? Hmm. So, like, my first instinct was, what if you made a made a property from the Cheetah Girls universe that was animated, and so uh-huh. animated and has some sense of magic to it? I don't know. Like, I was thinking, do we want to maintain the idea that it's set more realistic? Like, it's just them being more. In like, you know, they're trying to become famous like the original movies were. Or do we want to add some sense of like fantasy aspect to it? You know, almost like think of this. Think of this like activity as like, you know, feedback. Like, you know. Like maybe they could be mixed with still they're trying to be famous, but there's an element of um, maybe they're trying to be famous, but they're using their but they're using special powers like they're witches. Hmm. That's interesting. Or like I'm thinking more like magical girls, you know, like almost like Tokyo Mew, Tokyo Mew Mew style, where like they're oh, no, no, we're not going Tokyo Mew Mew. No, no Tokyo oh, Mew Mew, oh, please. Oh. That show was weird. What? What? What was? I'm confused. What was weird about it? I don't know. It's just like some of the enemies that would fight. Just I don't know why. When I wa- I watched this when I was like really little, like maybe like beginning of middle school. Actually, I don't know why there's something weird about the enemies that would enemies English enemies that they would fight. I don't know. But I like the idea that, like, maybe, like, as part of their, like, magical girl outfits, they would be wearing, like, like something cheetah relate, cheetah related or, like, cat related. Mm-hmm. So, like, they'll be, like, have, they'll have ears and then something cheetah related and look super cool. And I don't know. I'm just, like, I'm thinking <laughs> maybe that would be something interesting. I'm not sure. I mean, they already kind of had the, that aspect going, going for them in the original design. They already have, like, designated colors, colored outfits they wear. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Gabrielle, I think, was. Pink. There's pink, green, blue, and purple. I thought it was pink, yellow, blue, and purple. Pink, yellow. Oh God, which is it? I'm confused. I'm gonna look it up. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, that was. (laughs) (laughs) The reason why the reason why I saw witches was because like, well, each of the girls are each of the girls, but two are of different ethnicities. So that made me think, what would be, what could be really interesting would be like something that was like inspired or magical inspired that's from each of their each of their ethnicities like I think the original like Adrian Bailon I can't remember specific ethnicity she is which I feel horrible about but like it, it just made me think like that like the two black girls could maybe be African inspired Tenex inspired and maybe something for um or um, her name. What was her name? Sabrina, I think. Yeah, Sabrina. There, no, yeah. There's there's Gabrielle, Dorinda, um, Chanel, and uh, Aquia Aqua. I don't know her full name. Dorinda. I think that was. I said Dorinda. <laughs> I think that was the name of the white girl, but that I don't know why. For me, I thought that for me, I thought hers would be like um, like something european inspired for witches but not like you know not like burn them up the stake witches like <laughs> <laughs> but let's not do any stake burning maybe 
Oh, yeah. No, we, we respect witchcraft in this house. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Right. So, like, so there's that, that idea. And then, like, the idea that maybe, I don't know, have you heard of this show called Lolly Rock? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, so mm. it's like a it's like a magical girl show, and they're also idols at the same time. So they're seeing yeah, and they're also trying to fight the forces of evil with their because they're princesses from another dimension, from another world, and they have magical powers, sort of similar to magical girls. So I've been thinking, what if the cheetah girls are kind of like lolly rock, where they're like, where they're like, where they're like magical girls, and then also because they want to be idols and sing, they, that that can make sense for why they're the cheetah girls and they sing and stuff like that. Okay. I'm just honestly, I'm just sitting here thinking, "Baladilla dong ding." Now I am a witchling. No, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> and some of them, and some of them rap. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, y'all. No, oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, when you mentioned like uh, an animated version of like the Cheetah Girls, my first like instinct was to go to like something more like Josie and the Pussycats inspired. Ooh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yes, Dion. That's just I was also thinking. Like, do we want jo- Like, if we were going to go more realistic, no magic is realistic. Probably Josie and the Pussycats, because like, but then you have to. I think because like Cheetah Girls were literally just a girl group. They're like they just dance yeah. and they sing. Is this? Do you are you thinking in this version? Do you want them to be actually an actual band with like when they actually know how to play musical instruments? Yes, I, actually, yeah, I, that would be really interesting. Like, see them like they all have like their own like instrument that they use to. That'd be so cool. Ooh, that would be awesome. Interesting. They could have a drum set with like a cheetah print on it too. Oh, that yeah. would be so cute. Like I'm thinking, but who, but then now we have to get into the question of who will do what. So who will play guitar? Because oh. a basic band, well, at least I think a basic band has guitar, bass drums and maybe piano and mm-hmm. then obviously everybody else sings like everyone everyone will yeah. sing naturally because i feel like if this was an actual like reboot that we were doing if nobody yeah. si- actually sings someone will be super pissed at us <laughs> like, oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait what's the name of what's the name of the um what's the name of the girl group that was off of scooby-doo hold on what's their name uh, the uh, hex, uh, hex, hex girls hex girls say it again that is what they would be, the Hex Girls, yes, except they wouldn't be wearing fangs. Cheetahs. They'd be Cheetah Girls. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so, I don't know, so who would be playing, who would be playing what then? Then that's, that is the next question you have to ask, if this is, if we're going forward and we're like, real, if we're doing realistic, kind of like Josie and the Pussycats. I f- Dorinda, I feel, would be on the drums, because, like, I don't know why, she seems kind of like a wild card. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. So put the white girl on the drums. The white girl no, on the drums. <laughs> oh my god! I said if she feels like a wild card. That's what her um. She just seems like super um, like kind of down for anything and super fun. That that's what I think goes with Ooh, a drum yeah, player. Maybe that's just me. I can keep it to myself. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and I also I think we need to. Oh, let me rephrase. I don't think Dorinda is white. She is born with a white. Well, okay. So we all. I'm I'm pulling sources from both the book and the fr- and the actual yeah. movie, like decom franchise. So apparently, Dorinda is has a white mother and an African American father. Is this her? This is her. Mm. Yeah. So I think in the book, the book. 
that it's based off of by Deborah Gregory. Um, hmm. I'm trying to find it. I thought she said, maybe I'm thinking of Chanel. I don't know. Yeah, she's technically hat. Um, hat. Um, she's mixed. Okay. And then, oh no, she's mixed in the book, and then in the movie, she is played by a Latina America, European, and Mexican descended actress, Sabrina Bryan. So technically, she's Ooh. mixed. Of, she's of Mexican, Mexican, and European descent. Okay, but it, okay. I think in the movie, wasn't she? Um, wasn't she also living in a foster home with a yeah. black mother? Yeah, she's a foster child and lived with ten other children in a housing project of Harlem, New York. Gotcha. And I think, oh, and I even says in the book that, like, although she was 12 years old, she attends the ninth grade. Yeah, this is the book. In the movie, she's the same age as the Cheetah Girls. They're all the same age. And also, you have to, and also, there's another thing. Um, Aqua, uh, Aquanet had a twin named Anjanette. So there are technically five Cheetah Girls instead of four oh. Cheetah Girls. Oh, wow. I never knew that. I, honestly, full disclosure, I never knew there was a Cheetah Girls book. So now I'm going to have to go read it. Same. I already knew they existed when I was in school. Like they had, I think they had Cheetah Girls books in my in my elementary school library. Um, but I just never read them. That would be a book that <laughs> because I, would I was like, get those obviously, AR I would, I'm a movie of. chick. So <laughs> I was. Who remembers AR points? Just a quick sidebar. Who remembers the AR test? The I know. <laughs> What's the AR test? I can't remember. I don't know. What, I don't remember that. What that is? Oh no! Wait, you never had to take that. You were born in North Carolina. What the heck? Well, uh, remind me. Like, I may remember. I don't know what that is. Oh, you didn't have to take the accelerated reading test? Oh, my gosh. Wait, on, is it like accelerated reading? Was it a like, like, computer it a test? test? Yes. Yeah. So, it, was um, on, it was on the computer, and it kind of looked like yeah. you were taking pages, yellow pages. Of, you were taking a test that looked like they were on yellow pages of notebook paper for whatever yeah. reason. Called them the star yeah. test or accelerated reading. I think I remember taking something like that. Like, what did it determine? Like, what, did it, what was the purpose of it? Like, it the reading comprehension. Yeah. Reading comprehension and reading level. Like, for me, uh, I don't know if this is just because of genes or because of the fact that my mother forced me to read so many different books. My reading level up until age, um, up until I got to fifth grade and beyond has always been at least to a ninth to tenth grade reading level. So while other people were reading um well other people were reading well within their well within their age range i was already reading harry potter books by the time i was in fourth grade oh wow mm -hmm. i don't even remember my what mine was gosh darn yeah, like, I, I, I don't even like I, mean, I feel as you can see i totally forgot it existed so that's <laughs> you know how i remembered it <laughs> i honest to god forgot i, I just i just like reading the, reading the books <laughs> i didn't even care about the tests Honestly, yeah, I for, I would always forget to take the test, but then my librarian would see me coming in and literally almost every week just being like, hey, you know, the AR tests are coming up. I was like, oh, yeah, that that's why I'm reading all these books. Uh-huh. These, please. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So back to the, the reboot thing. So it's like you have to think, like, do you want all five? Because then I guess five can give you that option because so. Uh, Aqua had a twin named Anjanette, and apparently the only reason why they didn't include her in the movies is because like they couldn't find twins to play the act play for them like for them to play both. So they were just like, well, we're just gonna cut one and just make them and make them four. Why not just get oh. the twins? I wonder why they didn't just get the twins that played out of um ATL though. That would have been a good fit. They may have been too old. I don't know. 
I don't know. The only reason why I think they went with like the um Chanel, um Adrian Ballone, um what's her name? Uh Kibria Bryan and the and uh Kelly Williams because they had they had a, a already established girl group called 3LW. Mm. So they're like, okay, they're they're already they're already a girl group. Just add uh, add um you know the the most popular at the time uh, Raven Simone and then you got yourself like a girl group. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Yeah. That's why I remember the Cheetah Girls because Raven Raven was in it and you know like her uh, show That's a Raven was like a big thing too. I mean, it was obviously the hittest thing, and I was I, I loved um, yeah. that's a Raven, Me and so too. I think that's why they went ahead and like get put her in the yes. Cheetah Girls, and so and then why. she left after the, after the third movie. Yeah. I have no, I still to this day have no idea why she left, left for left in the third movie. Like canonically in the movie, it's like she went to college or something. Yeah, or some, that, I don't, I don't remember. In the second movie, it was more. Um, in the second movie, it was more. Her mother was being very concerned because. Because she was like, well, I had let you do that. I had let you continue doing this song and dance thing. But you said that you were going to be going to college. I think it was like fashion college or something like that. I can't remember. But basically, that's what happened in the third movie. But even then, it just kind of made me feel like I I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> right. So I then I'm, I don't even know if it was like a contract thing or maybe she was just like, I don't want to do the third movie, which is art, which was arguably at that time, they were probably the biggest thing since sliced bread at that time. Yeah, I really, yeah. I really can't explain to you why. <laughs> My should leave, because, but I think it was because it was a very popular girl group, a very popular American girl group. Because boy bands have been the thing to take over. You don't see like a whole lot of super popular, unless you count, um, obviously TLC, SWV. Um, the Cheetah Girls, or honestly, Child, after it went through so many different reboots. Boy bands have always been a popular thing, but the reason why girl groups were so popular was because it was a kid's demographic, and they always saw little kids wanting to, little girls wanting to see, like, those same bands. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, I was a bigger boy band fan, but that was also because I grew up in the age of mindless behavior. Leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> I don't even like mindless behavior that much. I don't understand the appeal. I just I just like Princeton's afro and now I have an afro so I'm like I'm amazing but like I said it, it's always it's always just been that demographic like girls like there are some girls that want to see the whole thing of starting a band or being in a girl group or this that and the whole thing it's like a girls only club or a clique or something like that to see that but honestly though great I would take out so much less of the drama I would take out the drama completely if it were to be rebooted by me there was no reason <laughs> I feel bad because I thought the movie was pretty good but I also felt like a lot of people didn't like it because they didn't have Raven's character in there to start drama because that's where a lot of the drama came from <laughs> Raven's character from Raven? Galleria? You think Galleria started some shit? Oh Jesus! Well, look at the well, look at the well, look at the, um, well, look at the movies. It was just kind of like it. It always felt like it was this whole thing. I think in the first movie, it was seen as like Galleria um, was told like trying to get scouted by that one by that one company dude, and he was trying to be like, "You realize you can be a star all on your own. They're holding you back." And then more drama got started about oh, that no. shit. That's what, oh that's yeah. What I mean. 
that drama wasn't there anymore. And that's why I feel like people got disinterested with the third movie. So honestly, I would take that out completely because why would you want to show a healthy girl group that has a good dynamic going through fuck shit? I don't want to see that. I want to see them some of the other issues and stuff that was going on with like strained relationships with parents finding out that you're in foster care um trying to maintain friendships that stuff barely that stuff isn't necessarily drama i feel like that's real life events that you go through the whole thing yeah, of true. the whole thing yeah, of, yeah you're, you're holding you back that's just straight up manipulation that's not good that's not something people want to continuously see chibi is now awake <laughs> She's off her meds. Off her meds. Chibi is not an addict. She just had to go to the doctor's today, so she has painkillers. I think she's finally awake. So she's yeah. off her meds. She has a pin, she has a pin the Cheetah Girls reboot. She does have opinions of the Cheetah Girls. Oh my gosh! I oh the so show you're saying like okay so you want. I'm confused. So you want no drama, but you want things to be portrayed more in real life. Not like, oh, this is supposed to be drama. <laughs> I feel like it's more like, if we take out that drama, it won't feel as much like, like reality TV-ish. Like, what's a good example? Like, you can show them lifting people up. You can show them going through tough shit. Like, not where it's like drama between each other and then going against each other in your friendships and stuff like that because that i'm sorry that trope gets old i if I, I watch friends going up against each other and then reconnecting and doing the whole thing all over again i would just watch love and hip-hop more yeah i remember I like i remember that. specifically in the second movie like that whole point where everybody was like everyone was doing their own thing and then it all all came to a standstill of like we're i guess we're breaking up then but we're going to forget the brand and then they do that whole song about we're over and it's like it's like we didn't want to see all that like this is too much like <laughs> you know yeah it's a lot of rinse and repeat right it's like all this could be avoided if you just talk about how you're feeling <laughs> Exactly. Don't need a song was, to talk about how you're feeling. Exactly. That was the main thing that I had some issue with the movies. It was like, y'all's communication is terrible. Y'all are not, y'all need to be better friends to each other so you can be there for each other. Like when it was revealed that Dorinda was in a group home, it's a good moment to be there for your friends. Yes. And I guess they do realize at the end where they're like, we're cheetah sisters. We stand together. We're good We don't look the same. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my God. You know the song. <laughs> oh, I've been listening to. Okay. So I'm kind of pissed off at Spotify. Spotify does not have the first move, the first movies um, soundtrack, but they do have the second and third soundtrack. And I've been listening to the second movie soundtrack because it's a banger. Like, like, like all the songs are fantastic. Like name. Okay. Um, seriously. Name me like your favorite Cheetah Girl song that you remember. Cinderella. That yeah yeah that's a good song but oh my gosh I like from the second movie that was me as a little girl I like strut like when they were like you gotta strut like you meet that song's good oh the <laughs> song where they were in the bar the on the, the on the Anita song that was probably I love that song because it was just a, such oh a, I remember that song that, that was such a it was such a beautiful song and I do I still don't know to this day what they were talking about but it's a but a beautiful song. <laughs> Anna, what's your favorite one? 
Oh, I'm going to have to like search them back up again because I don't think I remember any of the songs. Honestly, I I have two favorite ones and it's from like the original soundtrack that wasn't connected to any of the movies. My favorite song from that either has to be, uh, what was it? Um, Crash or Fuego. I learned the Spanish lyrics. Like like the oceans pull you in with that one. But Ah, my favorite movie my favorite from the movie has to be Cinderella because that's what it made me feel like. The uh, song, the lyrics, I don't want to be like Cinderella trapped um, sitting in a dark, old, dusty cellar. And I'm like, that's me. I don't want to wait for somebody to save my ass when I can do it. That's me. Yeah, it, yeah. I agree with that. That was such a good song. And then... That was a good one. Um, I remember. I just remember like the song Girl Power. Like, you gotta stand up if you... If you I forgot how it goes, but like I that was a good another song. one that was used off of on um on Twitches too. What was it called? Uh uh I don't Inova remember Lear. what I remember there was a specific girl song that was used for Twitches too. I remember the exact scene where it started playing. It was um basically like when uh Aunt, um Tos basically took over uh one of the twins' ex boyfriends was following her around on campus. I remember I'm trying to remember exactly what it's uh, I have to look it up because, like that that song is a banger. I swear to God, it is so good. The song from like the I have to say, okay, if I had to rank who which which soundtrack was the best from the Cheetah Girls, I would say Cheetah Girls Two is my first, then Cheetah Girls One, and then Cheetah Girls Three. Cheetah Girls Three was all right. I mean, the soundtrack is all right. It's like the the one song I like from the Cheetah Girls Three is the one where they're like talk, where they're like dance battling somebody, and I can't even remember that movie was such a blur. That um the last one, I can't even remember what happened in the third movie. <laughs> oh, I uh, here's what the name of the song was. It was called "So Bring It On." I remember. Yeah. It. So bring it. You wrapped up around my finger. No, oh that's my not it. That's not. What, no, that that's not. It's uh, not that one. That's not the it's one. Not, no, that's the song from Twitches. Too. That's the one that I mean. Oh, okay. the the end of the course was so listen up because you ain't messing with me anymore. It was good, but I need to get out of two thousand eight. I need to stop. Nah, this is this is what we're here for. You, we need to go back to two thousand eight, and we need to remember what <laughs> we need why, nostalgia. Damn it, we need to know why did we like Tita Girls so we can properly reboot without pissing anybody off. <laughs> I'm well. I will say this. We can say the stuff that we'll uh, that we change, but here's one thing that I'm keeping. I'm keeping most of the songs, just the ones that were driven by the dumbass drama. Get rid of those, because yeah, get rid like, of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if if there's no if there's no drama or there's healthier ways to look through this, stuff, why do you need a song that's about drama? Why do we need that? I don't need that in my life. <laughs> and keep their fashion. Oh my God, keep, keep their fashion. Their fashion. Yeah, that fashion needs to stay. Like, shall find some way to make to incorporate like a like a modern look. Like, a, like, a, like if we're doing this reboot in twenty twenty, a modern way to do it, like to do the two thousands look and like tr- like if the two thousands and the twenty twenties had a baby, this way this is like this is how the the fashion mm. would be like. You know, yeah. keeping some of the moments where it was just very obviously funny. Like I think near the end of the first Cheetah Girls, um. Oh my god, the what was the what was the girl's name? What was the girl's name? She basically was coming out of the salon in her um in the purple tracksuit and you could see that her hairs was that her hair was wrapped up in crimps and she had to be helped to get them off cuz she's like, "Oh god, it's stuck. It's stuck. Help." 
Oh God, yeah, I remember that. that scene. I love that. Keep that. Keep that. Keep that. That's like real a... shit. Keep that. Uh, keep Chanel. That. I think it was with Chanel yeah, or something. Chanel. Yeah. I think it was with Chanel. I'm like, keep that, because that's good. That's something girls go through. Keep that. That was beautifully done. <laughs> I have a character question. So naturally, we should all we should definitely just keep like the diversity, like the fact that these girls, majority yeah. of these girls are either mixed or they are Latin Latinx or or um or African American. But in yeah. terms of like physique, I would love for at least you know how all of them are basically like skinny, you know, you know, typical two thousands beauty at hand. Mm-hmm. I was I would really like it if one of the characters was maybe like you know plus size. And plus size in some capacity. Oh, like, I, like I, I don't know. What, I don't know which one. You know, it could be any of them. But I like for one of them to be like maybe plus size. So and and basically the idea is that they may look this way, but they can but they can run just they can run and dance and sing just as just as good as like this as you know you know girls that they are skinnier or smaller. Types, you know what I mean? Body types aren't an issue. It's literally exactly. do they have the talent? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I love to incorporate some like modern aspects to it because the basically the Cheetah Girls was like a pop group. If you want to get down to it, it was like pop mixed with like '90s black girl girl um girl groups. I would love to incorporate like maybe a rapping or something like that. Maybe like you know rap and more like stuff like that. Like if someone could like rap or beatbox, that'd be really that'd be really cool. I'll take beatboxing long as you don't put in mumble rap. What is mumble no. rap? <laughs> My personal opinion, a lot of the songs that are quote mumble rap, I really really like the instrumentals. I I'm a big person that's like if you can make a song, you can make a good song, but I can't understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but I'm trying that's all that's all like the in terms of like like in terms of character design, or at least like um like a diversity in body types. They don't all have to be like, you know, skinny, yeah. perfect, you know, like you would normally see in girl groups. I think it would be beneficial for them to have like different body types and maybe even different statures. Like one sh- short or one is super tall. You know, we have more languages used because <laughs> like wasn't in the um in each of the two three movies like Spanish was just barely spoken. I think in the second one, Spanish was almost a lot like it was a way more spoken than the first one because they were in Barcelona. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, it. I think like I guess. Okay, so I'm. Tr- I guess I'm trying to. When I'm, I get a, a good, good question to ask. Like, if you had to change like any of their like, in in uh, in, I can't talk. But in pursuit of that idea, Mickey, of having more languages or more diversity shown. Would you like change one of the girls' ethnicities to something that would be more suited to a more diversity of languages being shown? Um, honestly, no, because like I feel like languages can really be learned by anybody. I think that language, I I know in some I know in some aspects, and I'm gonna choose my words very carefully because I don't want to offend anybody, but sometimes language is always is not always an indicator of cultural influence like i've seen like what's a good example there's some people that can be of different languages um, different ethnicities but they'll go to schools that are specifically for language immersion like i know in texas there's language immersion schools for spanish as well as chinese right like 
So what else? But I guess honestly, it would also depend on their location because basically, in the first Cheetah Girls movie, like and no in the in the third one, they were in literally they was literally a Bollywood movie. The second one, they were in Barcelona. The first one, they were like in New York or Harlem, Brooklyn. I kind of want to see them just in different areas. Like when I say more languages, like we don't just have to stick to English and Spanish. Like we can add other stuff in. Like what if there's Chinese or what if there, what if it took place in Louisiana? We could have them speak Creole, um, Creole French, or if they knew, um, uh, oh my God. I don't know exactly how to, how to pronounce. It's basically Asian, uh, French. Oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. I think it's patois. That's Caribbean. That sounds like a Caribbean. It's more. That's more Caribbean. Not exactly sure. If if y'all know, if, if anybody listening knows, then please correct me because I don't. Like I said, I would offend nobody. But that's what I mean when I want to see like some more languages used. Or like, what if somebody mm-hmm. changed the che- or what if someone decided one of the cheetah girls was maybe Asian or something like that? We could see some of the girls trying to like learn languages together to implement in their songs. Like, how do you pronounce this? It's pronounced this way. Yeah. Oh, and I was thinking on a more animation side, I would love for them to like whenever they do an actual like music number, instead of it being in the standard like whatever animation style it'd be at, it'd be like Class of Three Thousand, where like that every 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 and every music video would have a different style of 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 art and i would like that would be so cool to do like basically when i was thinking about it and i've thought about i've been thinking about this for a while now i would mix element if it was going realistic i would mix elements of josie and the pussycats and then do the music videos like class of 3000 style and then mm-hmm. class of 3000 style and then like maybe have art that's kind of like lolly rock where it's kind of cutesy and if it could be marketable to like you know maybe young girls um and young girls and like maybe teenagers i don't know like something like that mm, that'd be interesting to see that would indeed. be interesting indeed but i like i like the idea of workshopping like you know what if we did a re- reboot of x and then work off ideas from that basically I think it's interesting, and it also gives kind of practice of what could be a better thing to do, and what are some tropes that we should completely avoid altogether. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so basically just eliminate the dra- the needless drama. If we must have drama, yeah. then it can be, like, something that's actually, like, healthy, you know what I mean? Like, someone's, like, your friend is going through something, you're not exactly sure how to address it, or if it's, or we could go even deeper than that, if there's something that's going on and you feel uncomfortable or uncomfortable, if it's, like, something related to, like, the image or uh, something that may be racial, you can show that and show it in a healthy light. Not everybody has to be, oh, he was talking to my man and, uh, is that and the third. We don't have to see that all the time. Yeah. It can be fun, but over time that's that's not what we want to show in a healthy like you know girl group clashing of or better yet that whole scene where it was trying to turn the girls against each other with the the uh, studio manager and all that what if it could be like they were having a disagreement on what next music style they could choose and something like Ooh. something like that maybe a genre of music that they want to try but they're saying that some some saying that it's working and others are saying that they're not they don't want to necessarily you know like break up the whole group but if it does go to that that's a much healthier reason rather than um to be like i'm better than you so i'm gonna be able to carry this group all by myself 
don't need to see that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little too well. <laughs> but you know, it's like, like I can, I can, yeah, it should be tropey, but maybe you can do it in a way where it's not like such a, you know, such a played out thing. Because, I mean, that mm-hmm. happens in the music music industry all the time. Like, you know, you're in a girl group or you surround a girl group and then eventually the group breaks up and it's like the natural idea is that you think you're talented enough to do a solo career. And, you know, it's... It's eh. boring to me. I'm sorry. That it is boring. So boring. Whole, well, that whole trope of, like, you break up and then you think... You can do everything. You can do everything by yourself. When in a girl group, it's more not so much the fun. It's the focus on your strengths together as a group, not so much you know what can you do that the other girls can't do. Right. I think that would be like a good. That's a good modern take on what the two girls can be. It's not about like you know coming to terms of like oh we definitely need to be together after you break up or something like that it's knowing that the whole time and finding ways to work with each other to make to make the to make the group better and having yeah. and having individual traits that help that base that instill that idea that like we are stronger together or if they do or if they do decide that they want to do some solo stuff they don't have to tear each other down because of it they don't have to break up they don't have to break up as a group if one person decides Besides that they wanted to reslip like one solo album or something like that. It's supposed to be, you know, supportive. I can't tell you how many times that I hate seeing and I'm a I'ma shoot myself a little bit, but I love seeing K pop idols can do their own stuff individually, but still their group stuff together. Like Tayman for Shiny, he still does stuff with his group, but he also does solo tours all the time. Right. They're so supportive of each other. That's what we need to see. I don't want to see cat fights. <laughs> don't. No cat fights. I agree. I think, and also, it, it could be a fun thing, once again, going back to the animation of, like, you having different animation styles. Like, if if there, if we do, like, a solo song, and that, that's one thing with, like, if we do a TV series, this won't, like, if it's a TV series rather than a movie, you can focus on different aspects of the characters. And that, right. that way you can get those, that idea of, like, yeah, um, uh, they, they individually, they are just as talented, and together, they're just as ta- uh, they're just as talented as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Now all we gotta do is just uh, get some Disney execs up here. Hello. Kidding. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. He like, we like to get a meeting with Disney immediately. We have some great ideas. <laughs> Let about- us talk to the mouse. <laughs> We can put it on Disney Plus. Uh, you know, you know that, that, yeah, we would we would love to do something on Disney Plus. <laughs> Anybody else got anything else? Mm, not really. I Gooch. This was very entertaining. <laughs> it was this was, so, this was so much fun. I miss. I mean, I love when we have guests. Don't get me wrong, but when we do like in like just us, man, the fun we can get up to. <laughs> <laughs> the absolute fun and craziness. <laughs> Indeed. Indubitably. Like diet chaos. Yeah, Wait, this one felt more chaotic. Sorry, did you say diet chaos? Diet chaos. Ooh, diet chaos. That sounds delish. What's it made of? Diet chaos. So there must be a regular chaos. So 
definitely not. Well, it's not. De- well, it's definitely not chaotic evil. And uh, and I'm sorry. Uh, we're all we're all ladies in our twenties, and we're definitely not chaotic good. But chaotic neutral is kind of boring. So that's why I said, you know what, diet um chaos. Diet chaos. <laughs> we're curious discusses. We have a we got a diet chaos approach here. <laughs> <laughs> diet chaos. What it can do for you. What it can do for what it can do for you. Christ. Uh, this is the end of our podcast episode. Um, thank you so much for joining us today for Kira Kira Discusses. My name is Shayla Simons. My name is Deanna. My name is Darian. <laughs> and my name is Mickey. We will see y'all next week. I hope you guys have a great and wonderful week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? <laughs> Don't go playing traffic. (laughs) Drink lots of milk. He needs some milk. He needs some milk. (laughs) He needs some milk. (laughs) Make your diet chaos, everybody. Diet chaos. Go buy some diet chaos. It's delicious. (laughs) Don't get to eat your vegetables. Eat your vegetables. Um, Don't stare at the sun. Um, go outside. Wait, go no, outside. no, idea. With no, 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 no. With Wait. a mask. With a mask. With a mask. Oh, yeah. Wear a freaking mask. Wear a mask, you cowards. <laughs> or I'm going, or I'm going to find you. Yeah, Darren's going to find you, and she's going to slap your nose. Yeah, I'll, I'll slap your nose. I'll, yeah, you're going to slap their noses. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi! If you want to support what we're doing here at Kira Kira Studios, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Kira Kira Studios. And don't forget to like and share our podcast wherever our podcast is found. Thanks and see you next time.